You're listening to Behind the Wheel on RacingJunk.com. You've read the stories of the drivers and others involved in the sport that we all love. Now hear their stories firsthand via our all-new podcast to find out how their passion for motorsports has made life worth living. You know, I was having a good day. Until I got here in my Patriots sweatshirt. <laughs> you show up in this Patriots football oh, wait, 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 hoodie. Wait. Don't you pull I out no Patriots. <laughs> Is that a Super Bowl shirt? That is a Super Bowl shirt. Yes. <laughs> I had to wear this especially. Uh, welcome back. <laughs> Master of transition here to Behind the Wheel on RacingJunk.com. I am Chris Tater Young. That is Ellen Lil E. Richardson with her Patriots jersey. If you don't know... Uh, I'm a huge Chicago Bears fan. Recently, the Chicago Bears hosted the New England Patriots, and we were beaten uh, well within our trip to the woodshed, as well they should have been. Yes, this is a racing show, but Ellen and I have this football history. Yes, we do. <laughs> and, uh I <laughs> know it was a difficult game, but do you, hey, I can honestly say I drew up right there at the end with that last three. Oh, I bet you were puckering a little bit. I bet it was some puckering. Please don't catch them all. Let me tell you what. I bet it was Pitt Row and Martinsville type (laughs) of puckering right there. It was. Because I got excited for about 45 seconds for that game. (laughs) But when I knew, because I knew going in Chicago was going to lose, I thought, oh, God, I got to record a podcast with her. During this game, I'm like, we cannot lose this game because if I go to this podcast next week and we lost this game, he'll never let me. Hear the so, and, and look, I'm, I'm wearing a t-shirt. What does my t-shirt say? It's what? bigger than yours, and it's girl holding nuts. <laughs> I love it. It's funny. And, and what is she wearing? Not only is she wearing the Patriots hoodie, yes, sweatshirt. I wear my Super Bowl t-shirt. She's wearing a freaking Super Bowl t-shirt. She doubled up on me. I did. Uh, oh, you know what I'm going to get next? I'm going to get Rob Gronkowski socks. Yes, oh I am. Oh, God. <laughs> and, 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 will it have his goofy face on him? Yes, it oh, will. Do, oh, this is a Tide Pod. A dirt. <laughs> my gosh. He could come do my laundry. <clears throat> oh, I bet he could. <laughs> you know what? If it, I would not be surprised if he tried to. He's probably one of those guys that survived the Tide Pod challenge. <laughs> probably did. <clears throat> that boy is Dane Bramage beyond belief. <laughs> and and his name is his, his nickname is what? Rock. And what else? The Hulk. Uh, yeah, the Hulk. the Hulk. And Tom Brady's nickname is what? The Goat. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was thinking more like Nancy. <laughs> Whatever. But you know what? We have um, we have some great nicknames that have yes, popped up do. here on last. We had Sherry Solis last time. Fuzzy. Fuzzy. Want to give a big shout out to Fuzzy and her Fuzzy, husband. Fuzzy. And her husband, Jim. Mother. <laughs> Jones. Jones. I mean... <laughs> I just want to shake his hand. I know, right? I want to give him a high five. We got great <laughs> nicknames. Yeah, I know. What's up, mother beep? <laughs> I'm just so proud of her. Yes. And we're continuing the trend, not only with great nicknames. We got the queen of speed we're going right. to be talking to tonight. That's right. Tell we me got about another that. another nickname. Yeah, if you've been a fan of Behind the Wheel for the last, like, five years, maybe three years. I can't remember how long I've been writing it. I apologize. Actually, about three. You're 26. How can I'm you not, not 26? How can you not remember these things? Yeah, I'm just gonna be honest. I'm 40. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Women don't forget <laughs> crap, and she's talking about I can't remember lies. Whatever. But if you have been a fan of Behind the Wheel for the last few years, about three years ago, I had an opportunity to interview an incredible land speed racer 
named Valerie Thompson, and I'm so excited because she's actually going to be joining us tonight right here on this podcast. Valerie has a great story. She's an incredible inspiration to all those females that are trying to come up in this sport. Not only the females, but young people that are trying to come up in this sport. I mean, she didn't even get started at a young age. So we're going to talk a little bit about that too. She has been somebody who just blew my doors off the first time I talked to her. So I, of course, had to bring her back on the podcast. I am so excited. I mean, another femme fatale. That's right, baby. Of the you two You know males. I love some femme fatales. I you do. know I like I them, them fast women. That <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> but not that type of fast. Don't you, okay? Just well, I don't. mean, she's already married. Right? That's true. That's what I'm saying. You still don't ask her. <laughs> well, I, I almost asked uh, old Fuzzy to marry I know me. You did. <laughs> until I found out her husband was Jim Mother Jones. <laughs> you don't mess with no with no man named Jim Mother Jones. Because that's just I mean, and then to and then tonight, Valerie, who was recently inducted into the Sturgis, Sturgis Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Like a Hall of Fame. Yes, she was. And that just blew my doors off. When I found that out, I said, okay, it's time to bring her bring her on the podcast. It is time. Where do you find these people? You do such a great job they of finding the these superstars. Man. Hey, they all love me. What can I say? No, I'm just uh, you know what? You're right. They they want to be on Behind the Wheel on RacingJunk.com. And, you know, once again, tip of the hat to Sherry Solis for yes. joining us last time. We're excited about talking to Valerie. We got all these speed demon females joining the show. I kind of feel like I'm ganged up on a little bit. <laughs> I have kind of been ganging up on you like this. Time to bring another male on the show. I guess I'll have to try that next. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I'm i not saying I feel insecure. We're making Chris just full insecure. <laughs> but I mean, she, Fuzzy did help us come up with a nickname for you, That's Lily. True. That's right. Lily, speaking of, how do you like Lily? Is it sticking? Uh, I haven't decided if I like it yet or not, but have, I, I'm, I'm trying to make it work. <laughs> Little E. So whenever you see it's Ellen, than a lot of my old nicknames. Wait a minute. What's your Instagram? Uh, I can't even remember my Instagram. I think it's Ellen R. Yeah, it's been a long time. Ellen R. <laughs> Go follow her and just be like, keep Lily. Because if you were to see Ellen, first off, you'd have to look down. She's four foot seven. I am not that short. <laughs> Eighty four pounds, soaking Whatever. wet Whatever. in the Patriot sweatshirt. <laughs> and I mean, Lily needs a stick. I'm thinking Lily is going to be it. You know what? We'll ask Valerie. That's right. We'll ask Valerie. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. We got a great interview with Valerie Thompson, Queen of Speed, seven, no, eight, eight eight time land speed speed record record holder. holder. That's right. Coming up next, right here on Behind the Wheel. Attention, racers, race fans, and gearheads. If you're looking to buy, sell, or trade the stuff that stokes your engine, then check out racingjunk.com. RacingJunk.com is the world's number one online racing and performance classifieds where you'll find what you need to rock your ride. Check us out at RacingJunk.com. Racing and performance classifieds built to go fast. Welcome back to Behind the Wheel on RacingJunk.com, and we are honored to have America's Queen of Speed seven, no, eight-time. Just recently eight Just times. recently land speed record holder, Valerie Thompson, returning friend. That's uh, right. Behind the wheel. But, but she was BC. It was before Chris. That's right. So. <laughs> well, it was when we were just doing feature stories and didn't have any podcasts. So right. Now that we have a podcast, I had to bring her back. Right. That Valerie. was one of my favorites. Yeah, Valerie, welcome to the show. How's everything out in Arizona? Oh, my gosh. It's so wonderful. Thank you for asking. Um, you know, we left the 117-degree weather 
And oh. now we're catching it down in the 80s, which is actually, when it gets to the 70s, it gets quite cold. <laughs> you know what? Hang on. Hang on. Before we go any further. All right. So Lil E is sitting here in a Patriots hoodie and <laughs> jeans because it was like 35 degrees this morning here where we are. <laughs> Well, I don't mind that. It's okay. I was ready for fall. It's You're telling me too long. But she's sitting there in 80 degree weather. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. 100 some degrees in Arizona all summer long. Can you say some of it this way? Granted, we had nine months no, of summer. I'm done with summer. <laughs> okay. no, don't send it this way. I'm done with summer. We need fall. Y'all just let it be fall. Get summer yes. way too long. Well, what is fall just, in Arizona, Valerie? Like, you know. I just wanted to. I just want it to be race season, so hello. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she, just, want. yeah she wants it to stay warm so she can keep racing. Speaking <laughs> of, right. I mean, Valerie, I know you've been with us before, but 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 tell me, where did your passion for racing come from? How did you get started? It, I got, well, I ended up uh, racing on the Scott Still Road right behind me where I live. <laughs> And I was told by a good friend, uh, Nick, he said I was out of control. And I needed to take it to the racetrack. And I felt about, well, an inch and a half tall. I was like, okay, well, here I am keeping up with all the guys. I thought that that's what guys wanted me to do is keep up because they always wanted to stuff me in the back, you know, and like push me back there. Like didn't think I could be a girl as a writer and a, um, you know, a great writer uh, to boot. But that's how it all started. And when I took it to the racetrack, I haven't left, and here I am. <laughs> so you did this to show up some boys? Well, I reg- no, I didn't do it to race. I did it because, well, I, I've always had that um, fast um, DNA in me, and I got it from my mother. And I've always wanted to be the fat. You know, I've always wanted to compete with all those big fancy bikes that are floating around the Scottsdale, Arizona area and I always wanted to keep up with them because girls like to keep up with boys too or men we do yes we do it's a great opportunity because I have my own wings and I can flex my own muscles with two wheels on my own bike and there's nobody gonna stop me and you do it pretty darn good yes you do well I do it good now because I had some training (laughs) I do it good I do it good now because I have some training behind me and I have some good coaches um, that has coached me along the way. So, yes, it takes a big team to get this fast. <laughs> well, I mean, tell me about some of the coaches. Yeah. Um, well, there's been a couple of inspirational <clears throat> co- coaches, and one of them is uh, George and Jackie Bryce. When I first started, you know, really learning how to drag race. And, you know, I really thought that I was going to be, you know, really, really good in drag racing because, oh, I was I was pretty okay. Um, in my second year of drag racing, I uh, came uh, third in the nation out of 40 people, 40 racers, and men and women racers. And I thought that was pretty incredible. And and then I was like, well, I just want to go faster, but not even thinking about land speed racing. I just wanted a more powerful machine. And I felt it was time for me to graduate. Well, lo and behold, I get a very powerful bike. I have to go to drag racing school, and that's when I attended the George Bryce Star Racing um, uh, uh, Drag Racing School in Florida. And, you know, that pretty much set me back in my seat a few times, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
incredible coach, uh, incredible inspirational uh, person. And with my land speed racing, Dennis Manning has been, which he is the creator and the uh, designer, uh, one of a few uh, that has created the number seven motorcycle streamliner that streamliner that I race with currently. And he, um, I actually called him because I was just about ready to get on stage and talk about what who Valerie is, uh, you know, with hundreds of people. And I was a bit nervous. And I, he coaches me and he helps me not only on my racing, but he helps me, encourage me, and he tells me how special I am before I go on stage. Now, <laughs> how it important? Takes, it takes um, a very special person to go specially right. fast. Like this is like you know 300 ish. 400 we're going we're oh sure for 400 miles per hour but you know hey if we can beat the record that's first and foremost we don't care about anything else we just want to break the record now how we're important, not going to be too greedy well i mean you could be but but once yeah. again how important is that positive motivation because I, a lot of people that i've run into especially in the land speed you know <clears throat> they're they're the best they know they're the best they don't need anybody there to help them you know, remind them of how good they are, remind them of how strong they are. But in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, eh, you really do need that. No, absolutely. You need good people and you need a good, I mean, that's why they call it team together. Everyone accomplishes more because there's no way that a one racer can do this by themselves. Like we have a crew of 16 to 18 people. There is no holding back. We need each and every person to make this be who we are. We are the real, we are real winners and everybody else that is competing for this record is the real winners. Like we are winners and no matter what we do, we will still shine and win and we will do our best. Speaking of doing your best, I mentioned yeah. at the beginning of the interview, seven, nope, eight hey, times. Uh, <laughs> That's a very happy note. Yeah. Tell I mean, us about that last one, the last record that you just broke. Yes, the last record we just broke was at the uh, Dry Lakes Racer Association in Australia. We took our whole entire crew and we went all to Australia. First and foremost, we packed that um, container with our trailer into the container to go to Australia months before we even got there. So did you pack a bunch mention, of snake venom and, and stuff? Cause you know, like nine of the 10 deadliest things that can kill you is in Australia. <laughs> did everybody make it back? Oh, everybody made it fine. Everybody make it back. You know, uh -huh. yeah, absolutely. I mean, By the grace grief. of God, we all made it back and we were all protected. That's right. Did you see any uh, mambas or tin pacers or anything <laughs> like that down there? Cause well, okay. I understand breaking a land speed record and maybe surfing, but there's no reason for a sane individual to want to go to Australia. I want to go to Australia. It looks beautiful. Everything there can kill you. Everything in Mexico, Mexico can kill you. I can't the ice that. can kill you in Mexico, but it, I mean. Ice? There is no ice in Mexico. Oh, Montezuma's yeah, revenge. Land. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, Valerie, it's not so, cold there. So, so everybody was fine. Y'all didn't get attacked by any wall clock spiders or <laughs> tin spacers or anything, right? Nope. We sure didn't. But Valerie didn't have a curling iron that whole week. <laughs> Uh-oh. How'd you do it, girl? 
You gotta help me. It don't matter. I put my hair up in a bun and I concentrated on what I had to do. I concentrated on the adventure side and I said, in order to take chances, I better live my dream. And who cares what I look like when I got my helmet behind the scene? <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, if I don't have my curling iron, I don't go. <laughs> well, I, yeah, not like to Chris mention, I broke, it. I broke it because I plugged it in to the wall. And it was, you know, USA plug and, 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 and guess what happened? Disconnection. Oh, that, yeah, that's 220 done. to 110. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I buy it that comes out of Australia straight here. <laughs> oh, is that it? That's what I it just is. thought because they were always running from everything that could kill you. <laughs> well, you know, there are a few you, things. Right? There are a few things. Like when they say you're going to Australia to go to the dry lakes bed, I will tell you when they said you're going to the outback and you will not have internet, you can go and drive 14 miles this way, but that 14 miles will literally take you a good 45 minutes because you have to go super slow during this one lane road and it's oh, yeah. very uh, bumpy and 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 well okay so um you know i had a- some some things that i had to worry about while i was racing and my mom she was just recently diagnosed with cancer so i was trying to keep in touch with my sister to find out how my mom was so that was a heavy burden and you know so i was searching for internet but um, we even prepared to have extra internet and uh, that kind of helped, but it didn't. So when you say you're going into the outback in Australia, trust me, you are in the outback and there is no turning back. Wow. <laughs> wow. And, and you went down there with one mission and one mission only to break that record again. Well, we were there to break the 376-mile-per-hour record, absolutely. We were there. We had our guns loaded, and it was perfect. It had the perfect weathers, the perfect um, salt. Um, You know, we got caught up in a little bit of wind, and that's not good for us because we don't race in the wind more than three miles per hour um, at any directions. So we have to like sit it out. I mean, there's times you bring your patients when you go racing, no matter where you go. If you're on a drag strip, you're racing at the NHRA level or you're racing at the Bonneville Salt Flats in Australia, in Bolivia or in uh, Utah at the Bonneville Uh here in our local town. But, you know, it's bring your patients because you need it. (laughs) So let me get this straight. 376 miles per hour on a bike. Yeah, but you that went is, over that, correct? Didn't you go over that? No, that is, the record is uh, held by Rocky Robinson, and he has the record of 376 miles per hour. We are going for that record. Okay. Um, we set, set a record um, of 328 miles per hour okay. through the DL, DLRA event. And then we went into the FIM AMA event like many days later. And as I was going the 363 miles per hour, I crashed. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. And that's when everything like kind of, you know, like you said, oh, did the snake bite you? No, (laughs) I get I got bit by the salt that day. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Were you hurt at all? Um, I have, um, 
I have some things I'm working on as we speak. And, um, and I have, uh, you know, I had some cuts and bruises. I had a mild concussion, um, you know, and so I have some other little things that kind of came up that I just kind of found that I had some symptoms of. So I'm kind of trying to explore um, how I need to go about the rest of my journey. <laughs> Would this be like concussion type symptom? Um, it would be like more like P. Uh, is it PSTD? Oh, oh, PTSD. Yeah, PTSD. Yeah. PTSD. I'm sorry, P. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Post-traumatic so, stress. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, you know, so, I, and and I was going to ask that. I mean, you're going 300 plus miles an hour. Granted, it's only a millisecond, but yeah. at the same time, what is what is going through your head when you're going that fast? And tell me about when you lost control and had this horrible accident. Yeah. Yeah. Well. You know, the, the biggest thing is, is that you're going on an adventure. You're willing to take your life to live your dream. And, you know, you don't think about nothing but doing your job. Like, I'm there to keep that motorbike straight. I'm there if any gust of wind. I'm there to make up for it. I I am there to do hit my first gear, hit my second gear, my third gear. And I only have four gears. I'm there to hit all of them and pull those parachutes and stop safe. In the meantime, I'm there to break a darn record. Yeah. Hey, amen. So, so what is I, like, I don't have anything on my mind, but to do my job and to do it really good. And, you know, I'm not thinking about living my dream. I'm just thinking like, okay, this is what I have to do in order to get that dream come true. You know and what? And I, I just got to say, and I, and I think I said this to the last person we interviewed, Valerie, was Sherry Solis, who also is a land speed. Um, you are so much more of a man than I am. And I hope you take that as a compliment because that's how it's meant. I, do you know the noises I would be making if, if I was doing this? Oh, Lord, he'd be screaming like a little girl. I mean, you, Oh, let me tell it. you, I scream like a man before I go into that. <laughs> Like I am there clapping my hands. I am there woot wooting myself. I am there to energize myself right. completely. They asked me, Valerie, how you doing? I said, Woo! And I clapped <laughs> my hands. She's the player of Landspeed Racing. <laughs> That's I right. Love it. I mean, she's only done it eight times. I, I mean, mean exactly. you know, Ric Flair only won the title like five times. Exactly. So I mean, come on. That's right. <laughs> That's why they it, like. It Go turns ahead. me into a tiger. It gives me that confidence and you know, I have to be consistent on what I do. And it's like, man, <laughs> I just have to do it. I got to do it for the team first and foremost. And then it comes me. Then I can say I did it. And, you know, it, it takes I did it, but I did it with my team. Right. And you can't replace an absolutely I have never worked with such a great, wonderful team as what I worked with going into this land speed racing for Dennis Manning, John Jans and uh, Joe Harrelson. I have they have worked their butt off. And now, you know what? Now we have a super crash motorbike that is not repairable. And uh -oh. wow, we are working. They are working their butts off to get us to get as to you know to get to train or to get to test in um august of 2019 so this is how we're going we're gonna we're gonna get this motorbike ready we're gonna find some do gosh darn sponsors and we're gonna 
promote them like crazy and we're going to go big with this one. Like we are ready. Like Dennis is ready. I'm ready. The team is ready. And then we're going to do a test at Bonneville here in the United States, but then we're going to pack up our stuff, get this motorbike ready. And we're going to go back to Australia in March of 2020. That sounds so weird to say. And we're going to repeat. We're going to repeat. The only thing I am just hoping and praying that it doesn't happen again with a throttle up upside down. (laughs) It won't. I was going to say, Valerie, tell us about this bike that you guys put together. I'm hearing about this thing, and it has to be amazing. Tell me. Oh, gosh. Concept. How did it come about? Tell me about it. You know, they've been working on it for a really long time. Um, You know, I'm not their first rider that has rode this motorbike. And, I mean, they have had some really popular people ride for him, uh, Dennis and the team. You know, Chris Carr is one. And he's, they've actually held the record twice now. They went, you know, 350 miles and some change. And they went 362 miles per hour. And they set a record. And then in 2000. 10 is when Rocky took the record. So, and that's the record I'm trying to break. So Dennis wants the record back. He, he is like so gun ho on getting this record back. And so is the team that, Hey, a little setback in our paperwork <laughs> and our financial situation. It's not <laughs> going to happen. It's just, you know, we're still going, we're going yeah. for it. Ellen yeah. just brought up a Lily just brought up a great point. <laughs> that's as fast as a funny car goes. Yeah. Um, I mean, it depends on the track, but yeah, that's a common speed that you hear for a flying car. I mean, and they have frames around them. They have, you know, all this protection. Still, the best protection any woman can have is courage. That's, hey, oh, I love it. I was yeah. going to say a good man. That. That's but. why they call her, they, they gave her a nickname. Valerie, what is your nickname? Well, they call me America's Queen of Speed. There you and go. That was that was from my BMW days because I was going to Germany to do some appearances and they said, the queen of speed is coming to Germany. Wow. <laughs> so she, I did that for quite a few years. So did they get you a crown cool. and everything. Yeah. Did you, say, yeah, yeah, did you get some jewels? You get a scepter and a knight. <laughs> no, I didn't, but you know, I, she you gave know you that. <laughs> I would protest. Uh, uh-uh, if you go call me the queen or king or something, I'm coming in on horseback. <laughs> I'm going to have a regal <laughs> accoutrement. I don't even know if that's the right word. There's going to be stuff that people know I'm royal. You are royalty should be treated as such, madam. Well, they, they right. did a really fine job at bringing me there, so I cannot complain. Did you at least get free Starbucks or something? I mean. <laughs> well, I, you know, I got a lot of food there. Okay, <laughs> yes. And that is good stuff over there. That's yeah. that real stuff that's over there. That's primo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a ritzy food over there. She got the ritzy food. There I mean, go. that's good because because you know we we've been hung up on nicknames now for the past few shows. Just um, since the last show, they've just been wanting to give me a nickname. That's all. Well, I mean, most of the most of the nicknames I think of for Ellen, I can't really repeat. But yeah, yeah. I, I've had nicknames my entire life. Exactly. You know, most recent one is Tater, and for for that Ellen, we we just decided to call Ellen Lily. Oh, <laughs> cute. Right? See, See, thank you. Makes me sound like I'm tiny. (laughs) You are tiny. You are four foot nothing and weigh 77 pounds. No, I wish. (laughs) Let me tell you what. When she turns sideways, she disappears. Whatever. It's 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 pretty funny. So not true. When I turn sideways, I go right up in the air. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, all right. So ever since you know earning this nickname, do you, all these records. Yeah, I mean, did, did you do you feel like that's what kind of helped catapult you to get the records, or do you think it was coincidental? No, it, it it's not. It's it, it's a uh, it's a nice way for uh, a European country to um, welcome an American that's to cool. come into their territory and be super fast and. Yeah, um, it, you know, it, it just was a fun thing. Actually, I just took it and I ran with it. And I, would too, I liked yeah. it. But then, you know, I, I figured it's like, okay, I don't want to be America's queen of speed or queen <laughs> of speed. I want to be the world's fastest motorcycle, period. And yeah. my bike don't know if it's a man or a woman. I just want to be the fastest person, period. And, you know, I'm working on it. So give me a little time and let's talk next year. And then the I year love after. It. You will. I love it. I you love will it. Be. You're coming to it. I mean, is she, she's being modest. Me. No, remind me, Valerie, um, when we did the story three years ago, uh, yeah. your feature story said, um, we mentioned that you started racing when you were in your thirties. Is that still correct? Yeah, I was late in my thirties. And you know uh, what? Who I'm starts that late and it gets as fast as she does? Because now everybody's starting at what, twelve? Twelve, yeah, nine. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Wait a minute, so you started in your thirties. Yeah. Yeah. Late in my thirties. Three and just three years ago, you know, it was the last time you spoke to us. You got yes, the, the, the queen. Ago. All right, Valerie, look, you've been modest <laughs> up until this point. I yeah, want you she's to brag. Come on, girl. The last three <laughs> years you've broken some great records. Yeah. Brag I a little have. bit. Tell us about it. You know, I bet come on, I, Queen. I, I, Okay, okay, here comes out the queenness. I'm gonna call oh, you Beyonce. Here she comes. Yes, here she comes. put your crown on and walk <laughs> your walk, girl. You guys are horrible. I know we are. We can't help it. I mean, we are horrible. We I'm are. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm really kidding. You're actually really great. Okay, so, you know, she's lying. Yes, I have broken several records and. For me, a record is a sacred. Like, I don't want to be a 50-time land speed record holder. I don't want to be 28-time or 15. I just want to have the lowest number with the best results of the best records that I can ever break. We will never forget your first record. You will never forget your last record. And we have one more to go because when I retire, I'm going to retire. And I told my husband I'm going to retire at 400 miles per hour. Even though I told him I'll retire at 200, and then I said, okay, well, let me retire at 300. Now let me retire at 400. So we're gonna, I'm going to do that, and I promised him I will retire. <laughs> but, are you sure about that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was you know, say. Those records are so, you know, like, like you'll never forget them. Like Keith Ball from Bikernet.com gave me the opportunity um, to raise two of his panheads, and we set records on those panheads. And they were fun bikes to ride. And when I went to from, you know, being a Harley Davidson rider to a sport bike rider, like I knew nothing about sport bikes, nothing. I just knew that you don't want to tap those brakes too quickly because you will go oh, over your handlebars. So I had to learn. And a gentleman here locally, Kerry Alter, he owned a BMW and he says, you want to race my BMW? <laughs> I don't know anything about a BMW. I don't know anything about sport bikes, but okay, let's go and ride your bike. So I rode it. It was successful. And, you know, we went 201 miles per hour without even really like trying. We were just, you know, testing out and he changed the fuel up and we went and we did it. And it was like, he said 201 and then I almost had to go and pee my pants. <laughs> <laughs> 
<clears throat> Valerie, tell me a little bit about that because I, I hear talk about you know the different types and makes and models of bikes, but this is now there's been multiple occurrences. Yeah. Records have been broken on BMWs. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Oh. If so, what is it? And how is the BMW different? Well, the BMW is the real winner uh, besides my custom streamliner. I mean, you can't get no better. If anybody had a chance to ride in the streamliner, I, I bet you 100%. Okay, well, 90% because, <laughs> well, we're all, all, all of us racers. We're pretty crazy anyway. So That's okay, right. You can't make everybody happy, though. That's the right. streamliner. The, the real winner is the streamliner. But my go-to and my favorite bike is my BMW S1000RR. I mean, I just love to ride it. It's so smooth. You have to, like, there's, like, when I started breaking records, I broke production records, you know, like at the Texas Mile, Ohio Mile, oh. like, and all these one-mile courses, and I went 217 miles per hour at the Texas Mile, and it was like, that gave me the taste of, that's, okay, OMG, that was a perfect, that's perfect. You okay, think? I don't want to go any faster, but I get <laughs> but home then you and I'm faster. like, I want to go faster. <laughs> she mean, sounds like me every time I get in the car. I want to go fast. I want to go fast. You see, but, <laughs> you see and, and, and I would love to. My vehicle that I drive, I can't even get that thing up over 80 hardly. To get it uh, even to 100 miles an hour, to have to be pushed out the back of an airplane. <laughs> I can't even imagine what going 250 miles an hour is like. Fastest I've ever gone was 158 in the Indy car, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> you know, you know, you got, you got you got this wonderful racer. Her name is Erin Hunter. Erin Hunter Seals. Um, and she went to uh, Bolivia, and she went 230 something, 240 something miles per hour on a BMW that's a very well stocked up, you know, like put together engine. But you know, she's on a sit-on bike. I'm in an enclosed bike, but She's a great writer. She did really well. She waited out and she brought her patience and she raced her heart out and it shows. And the BMWs are just really incredible bikes. Right. So she has a great team. And, you know, I mean, she's keeping the dream alive. And we all, us women, we want the dream alive. You know, the right. success, success is not the key to happiness. Happiness is the key to our success. That's right. <laughs> if you love Amen. what you're doing, you will be successful. And end of story. Okay, well, not ours, that's, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I completely agree. And you mentioned you've raced, you know, the Harleys, the BMWs. You've also done a little bit of drag racing. Do you ever think you're going to go back and do that? Or do you think you just want to stick with land speed racing? Well, you know, in my garage, I got a really uh, fast motorbike. And it's an NHRA Pro Stock motorcycle. You know, I've had setbacks in my career. I uh, wanted to get back into the drag racing. I went back and I seeked out George Bryce and Jackie um, out of uh, Georgia. And I had trouble reacquainting myself with that bike. I know what my problem was, is the problem was I wasn't working out faithfully and I didn't have the muscles and I, I didn't have that structural, like, I, I just wasn't. I wasn't a hundred percent there. And when you ride a bike like that, it's either you're pregnant or you're not you're full throttle or you're not and give it up or do something different. But I come to realize that like that bike's just not for me right now in my life. That's okay. And I really have to concentrate. And I, I told my husband and I, we bought this bike and we were trying, we were doing 
you know, uh, we were going to his shop and I was flying to Georgia here and there and just trying to get acclimated to get to get that G-force. When you leave the starting line, these NHRA riders are going out the out the door with a full throttle and 3.3, 3.5 G-force. Like they are crossing like a 60 foot, like 106 seconds. Like, come on, that is yeah. some talent. So, you know, I uh, told my husband the opportunity came up with a streamliner. And I told my husband, can we just put the ProSat motorcycle since I'm not doing very well at it? Can we just concentrate and can I be in the record books with the streamliner? Because to me, I feel that that was meant for me. And that's where my career needed to go. And yeah. I want to be in the record books. I go NHRA racing. I'm not going to go in the record books. I got to be uh, like Angel. I got to have a lot of money or, she, you know, like I'm not saying she, like, you know, you just have to have a lot of money and you yeah, have you to have a team. Like the team is what's going to win you races. And yeah. she did that. And she is a three-time champ in that um, division on the pro stop motorcycle category. And, you know, I got a lot of catching up to do. I want to retire. I want to learn what my next goal is. I want to be the queen of something. I don't know what it will be, but <laughs> it might be the queen of traveling. <laughs> hey, that's, you're already doing a lot of that. So, I mean, why not you know, I mean, put on the crown? She's broken eight records. She's also got something else she recently had inducted into. Tell us about that. Well, that just gave me chills because I was going to mention that. I yes. was inducted into the Sturgis Hall of Fame. So by awesome. my first one of my first sponsors, Jesse Jurens from Legend Air Ride Suspension, and he inducted me into the Hall of Fame. They accepted my induction. They called me, and like OMG, that was, you know, like really, like I, okay, I could get emotional, but yeah, that, tell like me about that it. That confidence and that like, like That's you know, huge. I worked so hard. I've got beat up so many times. I've gotten. You know, like our competitors are not the nicest people out there. Uh, and I have always. to say, it's not a perfect world out there. And I know that, And you know, it's like I'm not looking for a perfect world. I'm just looking for my perfect bubble to be in. <laughs> and that means eliminate A and B and equal Z. But, exactly. but Valerie, that's huge. Tell me about what it was like. I mean, what were you doing when you got the call? What did it feel like? And what did you do after the call? I put them on mute and I. I, I ran all the way to my <laughs> my husband's office and I screamed <laughs> and he goes, what's wrong? And I had the guy on you. <laughs> and then it was all like, it was like one of those movies, like, Wah! I'll have what she's having. And then <laughs> you go back having, into yeah. normal. Like, of course I accept this honor. Yeah. Oh <laughs> no, let me think about it for, okay. Yes. Um, let me get right back to you <laughs> is it still correct or are you the only female in the Sturgis Hall of Fame is that correct no that uh, reason? okay okay no, I thought no. I read that somewhere I'm in the Sturgis Hall of Fame with some really incredible ladies like I mean I I wouldn't want to be in any different position like I'm just not with ladies I'm with incredible men uh, that is in the they're not in all into racing it's just you right. know people that make an influence into the world of two-wheel thunder. Wow. I mean, that is, that's something that so many people aspire to have. So many people aspire to have. I want to be setting records. I want to break records. I want to have great teams. You think yeah. about it, You only started when you were in your 30s. 
for these people that are listening that are teenagers or 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, yeah. what piece of advice could you give them? Because, I mean, come on, Valerie, you've been modest, you've been great, but girl, you're the queen. What advice would you give? Will you give? stop giving me chills? Well, I mean, you, oh you're God, not she's giving. The she's the earned them. She's the goat. I am yeah. living the dream. because you I got I, another <laughs> nickname, by the way. You're the okay, goat. I'm, We're going to okay. call you the goat. It's the greatest of all time. That's what it stands for, greatest of all time. It was coined by LL Cool J. Thank you very much. And, Thank you, LL Cool J. <laughs> But I mean, what advice could you give someone? Because I mean, look look at where you come from. Look at what you've accomplished. And we're going to talk here in a few minutes about the whole sponsorship thing. Mm -hmm. I got something yeah. for that. But yeah. tell me, what would you tell someone who said, hey, Valerie, help me out? You know, be smart, be successful, and be spectacular. You're living a dream because you took a chance. You worked hard to get where you're at. You're never too old to set a goal, a dream, and a new dream. Like, I have a new dream. I don't know where that new dream will will be, what what it will be, but you know, I'm going to live my dream right now and then I'm gonna make a new dream when I'm ready. Cool. Never too old to stop dreaming, right? That's what I mean. You're to never control. too old. You're never too old. I always to tell myself start I'm racing. too old, Chris. I always tell myself I'm too old. Ellen's like maybe twenty eight. Oh yeah, you wish. Well, I'm like forty. <laughs> I'm sitting over here you know, way north of 40. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's funny whenever people see us in public, they're like, oh, what does your daughter do? Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't look I'm that sure young. My, I'm sure my dad's been asked that. Well, what does your daughter do? Well, <laughs> does does your husband like, ever oh. get that? Does he ever get well, that? Oh, no, hey, they, always think he, they always think he's the racer and me, just the backup lady, you know? I'm like, like I was uh, on the airplane and uh, we we went to London and we had this airline this. stewardess and he said, he goes, oh, you race motorcycles because he recognized some of the names that were on my, uh, we have matching uh, backpacks and it has cool. all my, like my racer pass, you know, uh, sponsors on my backpack, like your step or sewn into my backpack. Perfect. And he goes, oh, and my husband said, no, uh, actually my wife, she's a motorbike queen she's the land speed record holder in nn and he like looked at me and he's like mm, nah 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 yep. <laughs> no I, I beg your pardon sir but that's very nice of you but what is it that you do <laughs> <laughs> so i was trying to be a little i was trying to be modest and like you know yeah he is modest. Going along so with a story and, if... and then later he comes up to me and, you know, he was talking to me and he says, you know, I would tell him about our streamliner and, and, and where we go. Like, where do you do that at? And like, I really reassured him that, yes, I am the racer in the family. Yeah. And my husband is a smart one in the family and I'm not so much smart. So oh, you are they, oh, I'd, I'd battle okay, that give one. Give yourself some credit. Yeah, now. I'd battle that <laughs> one. How do you get Lansby <laughs> records if you're not smart? And if now. anybody should recognize no. royalty, it's the friggin' British. I That's mean, right. On. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I am smart because you have to be, sure. you have to have some smartness in order to do what we do. And, and you know, you have to be special too. So I am special and smart. Well, special okay, so like you, not special like us. <laughs> you know, yeah, we're on the short bus. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Ellen and I are the type, we, the have, we have to wear helmets when we're in public. So, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of bad. There's a special fearness that you have to have. Like you have to have that no fear game. Like you have to just like, Okay, this is what I have to do. This is what I'm going to do. 
And this is what I'm going to conquer. Okay. But anyway, so anyways, my, my guy, he comes up to me like later halfway into our flight and he hands me a book and he says, Guy Martin. And it says worms to catch. That's his book. And he said, he goes, I read this book and I recognized your name and I went back to it. And on page such and such, you're mentioned in his book. And I said, and he gives me the book and he goes, here, read, you know, and, you know, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And so he came back and he said, what I think about it. I said, OMG, really? You like, knew this, though, right? Man. I mean, you, you knew okay, you were so doing his book. Guy right? Martin is like, you know, Danica Patrick here in the United right. States. Yeah. Guy yeah. Martin in Europe is like, oh, gosh, he's like way up on a pedestal, just like, you know, a lot of other racers are here. And uh, Cliff so, Richard. Yes. Yeah. And then. I was like honored to be in his book. And it was like, wow. And I said, here, here you go. And he actually gave me the book back. And he said, no, you keep it. I can pick up a new book anytime I want because, you know, they sell it here in uh, London or, you know, in in, in, uh, Europe. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, can you autograph that for me? (laughs) That's awesome. That is recognition of royalty right Yeah, no kidding. I mean, she's raced everywhere. And she's known. She's not just known in the U.S. where a lot of these drivers are just known Yes. They can't go to London, London and they know exactly who Danica Patrick is. They might have heard her name, but they don't really know who she well, is. Well, they saw the GoDaddy commercials. But, well, that. But I mean, it. <laughs> you, you knew that you were in Daddy. Guy's book at this point, I, right? No, I, I never knew I was in his book. I had no idea that's I was awesome in there. That's awesome to find out. Until you're I actually like read you it. You're in book house? Let me tell you what. That's I'm better than finding a 20. Like diary. <laughs> I mean, that's better than finding a 20 in your jeans when you do laundry. That's right. That is so awesome. Valerie, come on, man. You're being way too modest. Oh, come on. I'm not being modest. I'm spilling my beans. I I mean, he's got worms to catch, and I'm spilling my beans. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Like, the only book I'm going to be called in is somebody's diary, and I'm scared what it's going to say. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, I don't want to know. Hey, just don't worry. Yeah, yeah, that's my problem. I won't tell anybody what you said. (laughs) So, all right, so we we, we mentioned what you would say to people who are coming up inside the the industry. One of the things, and and you did such a great job when you mentioned a bike doesn't know if it's a man or a woman who's who's riding it. I love that. But I don't think the women in this industry, motorsports in general, get the credit or recognition that they deserve. What would you tell the young up-and-coming female racers that would be different than what you would tell somebody else? Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, I, I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm tongue-tied. I mean, you know. Now, that's impossible all, for a woman, Valerie. I am tongue-tied. Like I've married a few women. <laughs> I understand this is impossible. <laughs> Your biggest, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I don't know. Like, I do know, but you do go ahead it's okay yeah it's okay it's okay whatever you say we won't be offended look you're in the cone of silence chief we got you you know i'm gonna say fashion is always in fashion (laughs) i love it put that on a t-shirt and sell it there's your sponsorship good grief (laughs) no i I mean think about all the things that you've done all the things you've accomplished the trials and tribulations that you've been through and if, if you saw someone who had the hunger in their eyes that you had, who was coming up, what would you tell them? Oh gosh, just never give up. You, I mean, 
I wish I had somebody to coach me from day one to tell me this, that, the other. But then again, I take that back because you got to find your own knack. You've got to be like, I mean, there's just like you, you got to know whether or not you're in or you're out. Like you got to know if you really like it. Um, and it takes time. It's you don't rush into something to you just can't rush into things when you got to stay focused, you never give up and you build up your confidence and you shift gears one gear at a time. I put on a sock, one sock at a time. I put my shoes on one shoe at a time. You build up that confidence and you go out there and you don't give up. And when you, if you know that this is what you really want to do, look, look up to the people that are, um, that are doing it and look up to them and see what they're doing and maybe reach out to them to give, you know, some special advice. And when you write to somebody and want to know, how did you do it? You don't write back. Can I call you on the telephone? Can I give you my words of wisdom through the phone? Stop writing, stop texting, pick up the phone and call. And, you know, that's how I feel that I have um, helped so many people throughout my career because, hey, I'm doing something I love. And if <clears throat> I can help you and if I can help one person at a time, like I change gears one gear at a time. And granted, I only have four, but yeah, I'm going really fast and first gear at 200 miles per hour. So, okay. <laughs> I mean, pick up the phone. Let's talk. And so what, so what you're saying is I can call you. <laughs> Absolutely. My phone number is. <laughs> um, unfortunately, he saw it on my phone. So. Um, like, that's if I he I starts enjoy. calling you and stalking you, I apologize. Just hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Take know, this the right way. I like but, fast women. I, oh, God. <laughs> but I encourage I'm sorry, Valerie. <laughs> to, I encourage people to reach out to people and yes, to ask absolutely. questions. But, you know. I can't describe in an email because it's hard to write uh, to people and you have to be politically correct. You have to cross your oh, eyes. You oh, cross yeah. your eyes and yeah. cross your T's. Yep. Cross your your T's. T's. No. Okay, that's completely backwards, but I really mean cross your T's <laughs> no, and dot your eyes. You're absolutely right. Yeah. 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 But I mean, you have to be careful because then they take yeah. you out of contents and then yeah. it's like. Yep. They're judge. They got judgy eyes and they you got cannot, judgy ears. Yes, you cannot convey yourself. emotion via text. Yeah, and you cannot convey nothing by a text, nothing by an email. Pick up the phone and see if you can get a hold of these people or if they would entertain a phone conversation with the right mentor. You got to be a mentor to them. I've got guys that text me. And tell me what's going on. One guy, uh, a buddy, I don't even, I don't even know him. I mean, like I know him just by talking by a text and on the telephone. He got in a crash with his BMW. I feel bad for him. And you know, his life is like, oh, I put everything into my motorbike and everything into this racing, and I crash and somebody hit me and I'm in the hospital. I'm like, those it are the kind of people that like, okay, he won't give up. He'll be back. Uh, I, I'm 100% sure of it, but that's a kind of like, don't give up, keep going. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what? I've given up in my career, and I will have to say I have, and it's happened to me. But you know, I, I somehow I found some strength and some liquid courage 
yeah. And I I'll said, I need the, the, <laughs> the confidence is going, you know, the confidence and shifting my gears. I have a worth going on right now. <laughs> Wait a minute. You said, you Go said, girl. okay, so, so you had given up on racing? Yes, uh, quite a few oh. times. She had to give up on drag racing at one point. I That's did. Was what she wanted to do, which is fine. I mean, if you don't want to and, do it, don't. And then can I just say that I was actually, I was bullied by another competitor uh, team. Here. I was bullied. And it brought me Hear down so hard. And he bullied me and bullied me. And for years, I didn't know who this guy was. And when I found out, let me tell you, that energy just put me back on the map. You know what? The people with the biggest insecurities are the ones that are the biggest bullies. Yeah. And. You know, I never say this out loud because I don't like to talk about, oh, poor Valerie, poor I did. I went through this. I went through that. But you know what? When. When somebody can, and you know, I see all this news about kids being bullied, but mm-hmm. when do you ever talk about adults in a career being bullied? That's right. Nobody yep. talks about it. All the time. It happens Nobody in every industry. Yep. Okay. Every industry. We got, our, we got our Henry Weinstein in the movie business, and he's yep. doing NNN. Okay, yeah. well, they're now coming out with it. Well, what about us racers when yeah. we get bullied by uh, our competition or they're not even in my competition. They just wanted to bully me yeah. because they just wanted that. They yeah. wanted to bring me down and lose my confidence. And and because my they're momentum. scared of you. They're yeah. afraid of you. They're afraid but of what you can do. She's broke it's, eight it's, records. Obviously, they're scared of her. Well, exactly. <laughs> I know, but like, okay, records is just a number, but gosh Still, darn it. Uh, it's, okay, no, 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 time out, time number. out. No, 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 time out, Miss, uh, time out, Queen. Uh, the, the, the court, the, the court has I'm an sorry. order. It is more than just a number when it's a record because it's I'm something sorry. that you have fought for and accomplished and broken. That nobody can take away. From that you. nobody can take away from no. you. You haven't done it just once, twice, three, like LeBron James, four, five. You've done it eight exactly. times. Hey, I, I know how you feel, Valerie. My favorite football team gets bullied all the time. Oh, dear. God. <laughs> Chris is one of the lead culprits. Her favorite football team is the New England Patriots. Oh. Which see, means she's pulling for the bully who bullied you. Oh, okay. Whatever. Who I also cheats pulling for the bully. and uses illegal fluids Whatever. in their machines. Whatever. Whatever. So, um, I mean, Valerie, this is, you know, I got to tell you, your, your story not only the accomplishments, yes. but but where you come from is is so amazing. Yeah. Uh, you really do need to be a spokesperson for numerous things. Oh yeah. You you mentioned sponsorships. What are you doing currently? What do you need? How if somebody wanted to sponsor you, do they get a hold of you? Well, they get a hold of Valerie, um, and um, or they get a hold of you to get a hold of me. Some, That's somebody's right. got my number floating out there. Let's I mean, talk percentages. <laughs> Let's talk percentages. Because, you know, I'm a great so, agent, Valerie. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know, nice. our sponsorship is, you know, we we need we need money and funding to go testing, to go back to Australia, and just to take a crew of 16, 18, you know, crew members and to get the bare essentials to go and race, at, like the motorhomes, the food and the water, like, it all adds up. 
and oh, yeah. we, we just need we need help uh, putting this motorbike back together, like like more than we needed beforehand. Like, you know, I don't want to throw out dollar figures, but it's not a lot of money going out there. We're not talking a million dollars to go back out there and go race, sure. you know. Yeah. Anything under a half a million would be just great. But yeah, I mean, you know, you know don't, don't, that, be modest. But don't be modest. Don't be modest. You know, not, it's one of those not things even where under half, you know, it's like, you know, if we got, you know, $150,000, man, that'll make or break the difference. And, and it will put our team back on track. And it gives them the courage and the, the not just the courage, but it gives them the confidence of like, they need to get paid because they're doing it on their spare time. And they're doing it because they love this sport and they want this record so bad that I don't feel it's right for them to work for nothing. I want them to get paid. You know, yeah. I would, I don't get a paycheck. I get paychecks when I do appearances and, you know, I just did a wonderful appearance last weekend that really changed my whole perspective in a lot of different things. And I, I just can't wait to entertain, uh, you know, some new thoughts and some new knowledge that I had with the, you know, the PSTD, uh, you know, that I might have, I have some symptoms of, you know, I'm scared of it, but I got to yeah. learn about it because, you know, my mom passed away. I was racing and you know, I'm like, what? Ha all of a sudden, it happened within 20 days of each other. That's just mm. a hard uh, pill to swallow. And it happened that that motorbike, I I wrecked a million, at least a million dollar motorbike. That motorbike is in <laughs> shambles. Oh. You know, we saved the motor, we saved a lot of parts, but, but still. the outer part is what what we have. You know, we have to put back together the mold, the frame. You know, we got to put that back together. And that's like um, airline uh, Monaco with honeycomb and NNN stuff packed mm. together. That that bike saved my life going 363 miles per hour. I know it says 343 miles per hour that I crashed in, but we didn't have the motorbike back in our hands. And we didn't see the data until they really explored to see really what happened to this bike. They could tell I was going straight. They could tell that I wasn't making any radical movements. And what really is the bottom line is it was windy. <laughs> and I hit a gust of wind, and it turned me up in the air, and I was like a fish. Well, and, it wasn't like you were going fast or anything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dear God. Jeez. <clears throat> I mean, I, like Valerie, I said, fashion is always unfashionable. And when I was going up in the air and upside down, I was fashionable. Oh, I, I wasn't wearing were. high heel shoes by any means, but it looked mean, awesome doing fashion. it. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Ellen's right. You. She you, looked awesome doing it. You looked That's awesome all doing it. <laughs> all I hear is just spokesperson, spokesperson, spokesperson. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, so, the fact that she's not willing to let PTSD stop her. Yeah. And I've known people that have gone through PTSD. I have a girlfriend that's going through PTSD from a car accident. Not going. She wasn't even moving. She was hit from the rear end and then right. hit and going into ongoing oncoming traffic. I cannot talk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terrible at talking, as you can tell. Um, and <laughs> shut up, Chris. He's a bully. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it out there. He's I'm, a bully. I'm not. I'm not a bully. I just too. point out other people's shortcomings. That's all I do. <laughs> and Ellen can't talk, so he picks on me all the time. 
Uh, no, but the fact that you can overcome that and you will overcome that yeah. to continue to go after records, you don't care what the age is, you don't care what condition you've been in in the past, you're willing to overcome that. Absolutely. That's the biggest story. So, so Valerie, how do people get a hold of you with sponsorship inquiries? Because the story is amazing. The accomplishments are even more amazing. The future, I think, is really where amazing is going to go through the ceiling. Well, they can contact me at Valerie at ValerieThompsonRacing.com, which is my email. Um, you know, and through my social media, like, you know, I, I've been off the grid of social media, but I understand why I have been. And I apologize to all my friends and fans that I've been off the grid. But I'm kind of going through something that I need to kind of learn about. And, um, you know, I, I need to connect with others and that have the same similar thing because crashing that motorcycle has been like, like I didn't realize I haven't grieved my mom yet. And I haven't grieved the pain of the motorbike yet. And I have to tell you, uh, you know, I wish I could talk and I wish my doors were open to talk to other people like Rocky Robinson. You know, I, I thought maybe he would have reached back out to me and said, Hey, how are you feeling? Are you okay? But you know, I didn't. I didn't hear from him and he's crashed before he's picked up the, the pieces and they've gone down the track and they've done it all over again. But though he's like my mentors, like, you know, I look up to him and, um, you know, guy Martin, he's my other com com competition, you know, like we're racing for the same record. We all want to go 400 miles per hour, but first and foremost, we all want to just break the record. Yeah. And whatever comes out afterwards, if it's a 401 or 400.999, we'll take it. And we'll take it to the bank, you know? Absolutely. But, you know, riding my motorcycle is just the ultimate freedom. It's a self-expression. And riding motorcycles create a true inspirational beauty. I've been told I have the pregnant glow. Well, you know why I have oh. a pregnant glow? It's because I ride two wheels. And it it makes awesome. me glow from here to there. My passion for speed is something very few people ever experience in their lifetime. And these guys are experiencing speed in their lifetime. I want to help people connect with their passion. It's just might not be riding a motorbike or racing. I want to help them connect with what they have in their mind or what they want to do. I can do that. And if I can change and help one person at any time, I would love to. And you know what? I think doing that will also help you with what you're going through yeah. because, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, I hear that, that outreach, you want guy to call you, you want Rocky to call you. And, and I'm, I'm sure they will. Yeah. But one thing I've, I've found out the difference between men and women, especially when it comes to competitive, oh, anything yeah. throw in racing, we aren't good. We being men yeah. aren't good at handling not only our emotions, but others emotions as well. Uh, we mm -hmm. bottle it Guys up. Guys bottle everything up. We don't know how to communicate it. Nope. And when we see somebody else hurting, we want to help. We don't know how. Exactly. Unless mm -hmm. somebody gives us the marching orders to be able to do so. Exactly. And that's our job. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's and that's really, you're right. Yeah, that's exactly. actually that, That's really your job. So, Valerie, I, I hope people will go follow you on social media, ValerieThompson.com, ValerieThompsonRacing on social media. Um such a powerful story, such an inspiration. Man, I can't wait to see what you do next. That's right. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait either. Hey, 
that's why I want the summer to come and then the fall to come. And then you know what? Wow. 2020, that's Australia. Right. That's right. Watch out, Here we come. That's yeah, right. look what you've done in three years already. I can't wait to see what she does in three more years. I well, will watch well, you from a distance because no way this east side of hell you getting me to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, when they say you're going to the outback, you're going. You're going. Like, you know everything <laughs> will kill you there. <laughs> everything. That's all the, they have koalas. Where else koalas do you get koalas? Look at them. People. They look like angry little men. <laughs> Fuzzy well, heads. Well, just going to say and end your note, and our mission is going to continue for another year and work it right into 2020. And I will never give up on our goal to make new history, and we really want to be that person to break the record, first and foremost, because we won't get greedy. And if we go 399 miles per hour, I will be mad. But if we go 400 miles per hour, I will be one Lucky girl. Yes, ma'am. Awesome. And it's going to happen. Just yes, like it is. It's yeah. I, I got five bucks on Valerie winning. Hey, I got five Valerie dollars. Thompson. Well, I'll, continue I got... it. I'll, I'll, I'll man up and go 20. Hey, I got you on oh, 50, girl. Look, I got, I got three it. divorces I'm paying for. That five bucks <laughs> is like a kid's college fund to me. <laughs> Valerie, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we look, we look so forward to catching up with you again. Let's not make it three years. Yes. We want to talk to you before you go to Australia. Once again, it's Valerie Thompson racing and ValerieThompson.com. And Valerie, thank you so much for spending time with us here on behind the wheel. Uh, we just can't wait to talk to you again. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, uh, it was a great, uh, interview and a fun time. And thank you for giving me some energy I can sleep on tonight. It's peaceful energy. <laughs> That's a good thing. Loves chatting with you guys, and thank you so much for. You too, sweetie. Hey, it's our honor. We will talk to you soon, Valerie. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. See, I told you. I mean, we go from one land speed, crazy, awesome female to one to another, and heck, we've already talked to Valerie before. Well, I've talked to Valerie in the past. Yeah, we yeah. Exactly there, were you? <laughs> once again, once again, BC before Chris. Yeah. What a inspirational story, yeah. and you talk about modest. Mm -hmm. I mean, you keep trying to get her to pump herself up. She still don't do it. <laughs> she needs to. She I know, is. But you know what? I, I love the fact that she's humble because I think a lot of the most successful people out there are humble. And I think that, you know, if we have more of those humble people, Chris is trying to put a bunch of y'all. <laughs> Just get you closer to the microphone. I can't hear you. I don't know what he's doing. Because it's good stuff. That's good stuff. <laughs> no, I mean, she is so humble and she's yeah. so good and she's broken so many records. I get it. I yes. get. I absolutely get. Yes, mm -hmm. respect where you come from, but holy crap, man! You've been called the queen of racing, the queen of speed. Not quite the queen, queen of, speed, of racing, but me, she's getting speed. to the queen of racing. Right, the queen happen. of speed. Yes. I mean, how do you not take advantage of that? And how does she not have sponsors? Yeah. Well, money is short everywhere we go nowadays. But yeah, I agree. So uh, the gentleman that just won the Mega Millions in South Carolina, why don't you give Valerie a call? You got plenty of money. You know. <laughs> What was it? Six hundred some odd million? Is no, what no, got? that's tonight. The no, Mega I thought the Mega Millions guy got like six hundred million. No, well, yeah, probably after taxes. I think it was a little bit more. One eight hundred seventy-five after taxes. Still, something I, like that. I'd take it. Yeah, that ain't gonna hurt. I bought my Powerballs. I, I see you eyeballing my Powerballs. I, I have it. Yes, because I, I didn't win anything on the Mega Millions. So I'm that person that buys the lottery tickets and doesn't check them. 
after it's pulled. <laughs> I did. I checked first thing this morning. But I know that, I can win. <laughs> that's got to be a condition, right? Yeah, you need to check it. You do. I mean, oh <laughs> I mean, if God. you've got a winning lottery ticket laying around this house, I need to know about it. And I need to have I it. I might. <laughs> I, fa- I found a stash of them about two inches thick that were old. But oh apparently God. you only have six months. Uh, yeah, you do. So I, I don't know. In, in, anyway, I give Valerie Thompson six months before she's back in the news That's again. Right. That's she, right. She said 2020 they're going to go back to Australia mm-hmm. to try to break this record. I do. I got five bucks that she breaks it, man. I got more than that. So. Well, of course you got more than that. <laughs> Actually, which, I don't have more. What's your more Patriots hoodie? Why does he think I'm getting the money for the Patriots or something? I mean, what you is must this? be. Somebody's got to be paying to support them. Whatever. Cheaters. Whatever. So, <clears throat> let me tell you what. <laughs> Somebody Ellen, calls in last Sunday's game. I'm gonna say, sorry, I think your team's cheating more than mine is. So. Oh, God. In fact, the referees called you guys out on it twice. <laughs> they did not. They didn't know such yes, thing. Yes, they did. <laughs> I mean, come on. Bill Belichick looks like a sharky. Oh wow. I don't even want to hear it. I want to thank Valerie Thompson for yes, spending you, time Valerie. with us. Valerie, you're absolutely amazing. We can't wait to see what you do next. Yes. It's not going to be three years before we talk to her again. No, I'm going to do my best to get in touch with her a lot sooner than that this time. And once again, tip of the hat to Lily because she brought in a great guest here for Behind the Wheel. I know I bring the looks and the talent. Okay. You- <laughs> <laughs> in his dreams, I'm just saying. That's right, in my dreams. I literally look like I ran a 100-yard dash in a 90-yard gym. <laughs> It's horrible. Bless your heart for having to work with us. Um, We are excited about what's coming up. Tell me a little bit about some of the things that are on the docket uh, race-wise now that we're in fall. Yes, I mean, racing season, as everybody knows, is coming to a close. But, hey, we never stop. Racing junk just keeps going. So don't give up. We're still going to be out there. Um, Of course, NHRA is wrapping up. We're coming to the countdown to the championship. So we're on our toes for that. Um, we've also got SEMA coming up, so mm-hmm. obviously it's not racing, but hey, it's automotive. It's gearheads out there. It's gearheads. It's going to be a ton mania. of gearheads there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we're going to do our best to talk to the battle battle of the builders winner again this year. God knows, I can't talk. And <laughs> we may be coming to you live. From yes, a big event one coming of the up. Big events, yes, so. from a big championship event that's coming up, but we're not going to let you know what that is yet. Yeah, you just got to keep paying attention. Follow us on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, check out the podcast. Thank you, by the way, for everyone who's been downloading the podcast. I want to thank iTunes for putting us up. Ellen's yes. done great work. Uh, Racing Junk has done phenomenal work putting us up here. Uh, we look forward to seeing you next time on Behind the Wheel on RacingJunk.com. For the Queen of Speed, Valerie Thompson. For Little E, oh I am <laughs> Tater Chris Young. We're taking suggestions for nicknames. We look forward to seeing you next time right here on Behind the Wheel on RacingJunk.com.